Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we reflect on various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. Folks, in this segment, I want to talk about uh, my observations of the rural side of South Africa during the December holiday. So I live in Pretoria and uh, during December holidays, I drive to the wild coast. And the main motivation behind that is to be able to assess South Africa's agricultural conditions and the rural communities in all of these areas that one would be driving across. Um, and I mean, the, the, the trip uh, is really enjoyable, particularly in rainy seasons where it will be green and lush or throughout all the way from the northern parts of South Africa uh, to, to the coastal areas. And of course, when it's a drought, uh, it's a really depressing one because it almost seems as if you are driving in the central uh, parts of the Karoo in some of the regions, particularly when you pass Free State um, in drier years. And that was certainly the feeling when I drove um, in that area during the, the 2015 drought. It was fairly dry and it, it was very depressing drive all the way down. But this time around, we were in a rainy season. We are in a La Nina season, as I've said in the previous segments. So there's been good rains throughout. And uh, I drove out of Pretoria. It was nicely green and lush all the way until I got to the coastal side by Potts and Johns. Um, so it was really looking good. And what I observed in the farming communities that are around the road, the crops were visible from the road. You could see maize, you could see soybeans in some areas, you could see uh, a good uh, grazing felt in some areas. So it looked really well. There were, of course, some fields that had not completed uh, planting, particularly around the Free State area, because the rains were fairly excessive in some of those areas, especially if you were to look towards um, the west of the Free State uh, uh, and to some parts of the northwest. So those areas by late December, they had fully planted um, their crops. And I anticipate that there will be roughly a month delay in the plantings um, in that side. And people will remember that ordinarily in South Africa, if you are driving on the N1 highway, the areas that are in the east of that uh, Eastern Free State, Bumalanga, KZN, parts of the Eastern Cape, they plant between mid-October to mid-November. That's the optimal planting period, which is where there'll be good soil moisture and everything. Uh, meanwhile, the areas on the west of the highway, they would plant between mid-November to mid-December. But by the time I was driving, of course, we had passed that period, which again reinforced the point that I was making that there will be roughly a month delay in planting or even slightly more. Now, I think some of the areas will also be doing a bit of replanting. I had talked previously about those excessive rains that have caused a bit of damage in parts of Free State and even in Southern Gauteng. So there is a bit of a replanting there. And it also means that the season in general will be slightly delayed than um, the normal periods. Because if you plant in the periods that I had mentioned, which is mid-October to mid-November in, uh, in, the, in the eastern side of South Africa, and mid-November to mid-December in the western side of South Africa, then the, the harvesting period will be in line with the traditional periods where uh, by round about end of May going into June, you start to see people working the land and harvesting and all of that. But now I think that we will see a bit of a delay. But a delay is not a unique thing uh, or something to worry about. And in fact, in the 2021-22 season, which we just completed, 
um, there were excessive rains uh, in the start of that season. In fact, many people actually had to replant and some planted in January towards the end of January. So what we will be seeing this year is not something that is totally outside of what we've seen um, in the past. And the important thing is that even though um, that season was delayed, the yields were still fairly good. We managed to have a decent crop, a record soybean crop. Maize crop was over 15 million tons. So it's been a, a good period with all of those difficulties. The reason why in the past many people were always worried about when the season is delayed, they always thought that uh, by the time of harvesting we could have early frost and then frost of course would mess up the quality of the crop. We haven't had that in the recent past and I hope that this year again we won't have that and I think this is part of the bigger picture of the changes on the rainfall patterns around climate change stuff which is something that we could discuss uh, sometime as the year uh, progresses. I'll, I'll, may, I'll make sure a mental note to do something um, onto that around climate change and how we see the rainfall variations um, and stuff. So that, that's that's a point. But generally, I think that this year we, we, we are looking to have a relatively good crop. The difficulty though about replanting particularly in this season and even the past season is that uh, input costs are fairly high. Um, if you think about fertilizer prices, uh, you think about agrochemicals prices, you think about uh, herbicides prices, all of these are fairly high. So if you are replanting, um, there's a lot that uh, farmers have to fork out of their pockets. So that's always the difficulty um, with that particular challenge. The other thing is that it was very clear from the start of the season that we would have a fairly wet season. And still, when the Crop Estimate Committee of South Africa went around to do a survey and ask farmers about how they thought about the upcoming season, they were still fairly optimistic. And in fact, for summer grains and the oil seeds, which is maize, soybeans, sunflower, peanuts, sorghum, uh, and dry beans, farmers had thought that they would plant about 4.35 million hectares of land. Um, that is mildly up from last year. Uh, up by 0.2%. Uh, by last year, I mean the 2021-22 season, because we are now in the 2022-23 production season. So that's mildly up. Um, there was that optimism. So we will see if they really planted uh, that. By uh, end of this month um, and going into February, we should have a better sense. Our friends at Grain SA and the others will start doing the surveys as they go back to the office, and those will give us initial our views about what's really happening to anchor some of these general observations that one was having as they drive across South Africa. Because one of the areas that I drove to was the Southern Midlands. Um, and even there, the crop was looking spectacularly well. But what I was worried about um, in the Midlands, especially as I drove across the Underberg areas outside Coxstead and all of those areas, um, it seemed to me that it was excessively wet. And in the days I was there, it was still raining. Um, so that's something to watch about the Midlands and the KZN in, in, in general. It, it was fairly wet, but the crop on itself, it was visibly good from a distance as one is in those small roads in between those towns around Underberg and uh, Richmond and, and, and all of those areas. It, it was looking uh, fairly, fairly, fairly well. And of course, the other challenge that we always have to worry about when it's a rainy season like this is that uh, for livestock industry, uh, this is also the time where diseases can be a challenge. 
Um, and some of our colleagues that I speak with in the industry were already warning that this could be a tick and insect uh, season because it's warm and it's wet. So ticks and insects, they flourish in these temperatures. And some of the things that they were worried about was the tick and insect bone diseases such as the red water, hot water, uh, um, uh, RVF, uh, blue tongue, horse sickness, all of those. Those are things that they're worried about. Farmers, though, on these diseases, they can vaccinate. They know how to manage some of these, but it's just something to flag out there that it could be one of those things that will challenge us uh, when we think about this particular season. But broadly, on what I saw during the drive in December is that um, we, we are looking at a fairly good season, um, there will be some of these delays that I've mentioned because of excessive rains. The vegetation is, is nice and green, uh, which then helps for natural grazing because, of course, feed prices are elevated. If you're in a livestock industry, you do want to have some good pastures so that your animal can feed on that um, in addition to the feed that you would provide. Because if you look at the maize prices, soybean prices, fairly high. So that's the positive for them. Of course, assuming that they take care of all of the other diseases that I that I had mentioned um, in in here, so those are some of the key things that I would say at a high level one observed observed a, a, a season that is fairly optimistic. And the other thing that I saw, our friends at the South African Weather Service on the twenty third of December, they released their seasonal climate watch uh, report, and it was fairly optimistic or reinforcing the issue of a La Nina because one of the things that they said was that they see a continued uh, a persistence of a La Nina event uh, throughout this year. We're probably going to be out of a high rainfall cycle around about March or April, oh, sorry, March or February, but I think we will continue with, 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 the, with those heavy rains. But I'm hoping that by February, going into March, the rains won't be as intense as what we've saw over the past few months because the crops are from February on, they will largely be on pollination and they will need a bit more sunshine as they go to maturity. But of course, if it's delayed by a month, um, that will be around about beginning of March, mid-March, we will need warmer temperatures as the crop matures. But broadly, relatively optimistic about um, the year. There are other things, though, that challenge agriculture, but I don't want to bring them into this episode because I wanted here to share mainly what I observed by my eyes, then all of the other things that are related to policy, related things to be done uh, to make sure that the agricultural sector grows in South Africa um, and other things that will be influencing the agricultural economy and the market, um, aspects that we can discuss in the coming weeks. For example, what we saw coming out of the ANC uh, conferences and what that policy means for agriculture. Those are some of the themes that I'll be discussing in the, in the coming weeks um, and months and the issues of rural economy in general those are some of the things that i will be i will be discussing and of course i won't be forgetting the themes uh, of the continent and the global themes that are impacting what we do here at home in south africa thanks for listening folks uh, my name is wandi lesichlobo i'm an agricultural economist based in pretoria you can read more about some of the stuff that i do in my blog which is wandilesichlobo.com as my name appears on a podcast or the organization that I work for, which is the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa. It's uh, AGBIZ, the short name, which is www.agbiz.co.za. Check there. We have a lot of stuff that we also publish. You can read a bit about what we do. Thanks for listening. That's it for me.